guess what time it is? It's time to stop. Take a breath with Deb and I. Just get up from your desk, take a walk, just step away and join us because we've got high, high hopes. hopes. She's, She's got high, high hopes. hopes. She's high, got high up. High up. High. Okay, so this is why we don't sing, people. So oh, now you should right. be definitely running away, right? That's right. She's got high apple pie in the sky. I, hope. I love that line. <laughs> I love it. Well, welcome. So in case you're wondering what today we thought we'd talk about is high hopes. What happens when you have high hopes and they don't pass? How do you make <laughs> that happen? I mean, I don't know about you, but last year we started out 2020 with some pretty high hopes, didn't we? <laughs> We sure did, Wendy. And you know, this time of year really breeds high hopes, doesn't it? Yes. You know, um, I think probably this year more than others where we want to, you know, kind of leave behind um, some of the, <laughs> the troubles that were there. But when we look at a clean slate, um, you know, a, a, a clean spreadsheet <laughs> that yeah. has nothing on it, right? And we think, wow, what could I do this year that could really move my business? forward how can i um you know what kind of things can i accomplish how much money can i make how many people can i serve we start getting high hopes that's right that's right you know last year i remember coming into last year we wow you know i i had this huge schedule and i was thinking man I'm going to train 200 students and we're going to raise up 10 to 20 trainers and I'm going to lose 100 pounds and I'm going to exercise every day. I'm going to look and feel fabulous. I'm going to, oh, here's my favorite one. Remember this one, Deborah? I'm going to set boundaries. <laughs> that, that is so true. I remember that, that one. Oh, yeah. Well, I, for me, it was I'm going to drink eight glasses of water a day. I think it should have been, you know, in two weeks. I'm not a water drinker. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to um, get out and take a 30-minute walk every day. I mean, you know, we set ourselves up, don't we? That's right. We did. And, you know, it's so, it's so destructive because then when we don't, because they were unrealistic. I mean, they were truly high hopes, right? They were not necessarily all rooted in fact and, you know, a little bit more in fiction. But again, then then it's instead of being um, intellectual and, and examining things, it's I didn't do this, I didn't do that, I'm not this, I'm not that. And we internalize it instead of stopping and saying, Oh, I don't know. Maybe the reason you didn't train 200 students is you got locked in your home for eight months. <laughs> well, here's the hard part, I think, for me, outside of 2020 and all of its issues that went along with it, is that how many years do we do this? I mean, it's not like we we did it and we learned a lesson. It's like every right. year we think it's going to be something different. And, you know, we, we've had many of those where we set these expectations. And not only for ourselves, but for our teammates. Yes. That think that, you know, well, they're going to do this and, and I can count on them to get that done. And now not only are we disappointed, but our teams are disappointed as well. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and I think, 
you know, we've just, the, the, this 2020 has just, I have learned some really amazing lessons this year. I don't know about you, but I have. And those of you who are listening, I put, put some of the lessons you learned this year. And, but you know, one of the things that I learned was that blessings come in many forms, you know, where I thought this whole being locked in my, you know, 175 square foot RV home for weeks on end, the blessing that I came out of that is, you know, I learned a new craft, I learned a new hobby, I, I, you know, some other amazing stuff. And I got to spend time with some people I didn't normally get to spend time with. That's so true. Uh, you, you were in your, in your, um, there with your family. I spent lockdown by myself alone. Now I've been living up singly for many years, but I've always had interaction with other people and being by myself um, totally and only through Zoom or maybe by telephone really sh showed me the importance of having relationships and people that I can connect to as well. So, uh, you know, I learned that I didn't have to go shopping every day. I didn't have to, who knew? That what? I didn't have to go to the grocery store every day. Oh, my stars are kidding. <laughs> no, I know. And, and, you know, I'm not much of a shopper, but, you know, grocery, going grocery shopping or it was amazing to me to see um, that the money I saved on gasoline as well. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and that, um, you know, when other people are in the same place, how important it is that we have um, when I'm down, you're up. When you're down, I'm up. And how we need to have that balance of those of those uh, people in our lives that can can be there to help support us as well. Oh, you know, that is so true. You know, I don't know. I don't know about any of you who are watching and out there listening to us. If you have some of those toxic relationships, you know, those people that see nothing but the, the sky is falling. You know, the story of Chicken Little. The sky is falling. Okay. You know, but how, and, and, and honestly, it just drives me nuts. That just drives me nuts because, first of all, God is in control of the sky, and if it's going to fall, obviously he has a reason for it falling, if you will, but he is ultimately in control. Where is your faith and trust in the midst of all this? You know, a lot of those of you in the U.S., you saw the news, and we had that, you know, um, horrible things happening in our capital, and, and just, you know, the craziness and I see people who just begin to get all this doom and gloom, you know, and their hopes are completely dashed because this, the world is coming to an end. And the truth of the matter is we forget, we're taking our eye off what's important. And that is, that is God and the businesses who struggled, you know, we've, we've got all these businesses who have um, really been hurt this last year, you know, um, we have, you know, ladies, we know you're an entrepreneur, you're stuck at home. Now you got a homeschool. Now you've got, you know, your husband who's home as well. You, you know, your routines are completely disrupted. Um, some of you were very thrilled. You didn't have to run the kids to sports events every day of the week. Um, you know, and there's some good things that come out of that, but, but then what do they do? You just, you know, you get so 
overwhelmed when those hopes are dashed? Well, I think it's true. And, and you know, we, and how we hold on to those goals or achievements that we set for ourselves and um, and that we don't learn how to i think what we learned was really about pivoting um and being able to use the resources that we have and we're going to talk about that a little bit but how important it is to say okay um what i thought i knew on january 1 has now changed on whatever date it is how do i adjust and adapt to what the changing conditions are um, and i think that's really an important aspect of what we need to, uh, what uh, leaders do when they look at their, their organizations. So how do we do that? And not only for our businesses, but for our families, how do we help our friends through that as well? And as you said, knowing, you know, God's got it in control. So, you know, where, where are we going next? I, I don't know. I've always had this optimistic viewpoint. I mean, in the midst of things that are really bad, I'm still thinking, you know what? The best, the best is ahead. What is it that God's got on the other side of this? What do I need to be ready for? Yeah. How can I prepare myself for something new that's coming um, coming down the line? So I'm very excited about it and uh, about what's ahead for us, especially in 2021. I, you know, I know. And, you know, a lot last year we all had, you know, we had, we talked about these big plans that we had. Right. And then, and then we got the lockdown and then, and then we had to wear masks and then we can't go be around people and all, all kinds of stuff. So a lot of us said, you know, what do we do? Do we throw out the plan? I mean, do we chuck it? I mean, we, we had to make that decision, right? We were getting ready to launch women in business and suddenly these plans of the networking and the the speaking and the you know connecting and it was just like okay now Deborah you're just stuck in your house you know con connect <laughs> with the dust bunnies and and see have, have a party don't tell my secrets don't I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> we have we have we have uh, anyways um, so so you know we have to kind of decide you know do we give up do we say oh well it's out of my control are we what are we going to do? You know, I really felt like, Wendy, um, that this was really sample for us as we looked at that we had plans. We felt like God was leading us in a direction that we were to launch this new brand for Nehemiah Project, uh, Women in Business, but that it was in preparation for just a time as this. Yeah. That's saying that, um, you know, women now needed a place to come together and needed encouragement. And so as we, you know, boldly walked ahead um, and, and worked, uh, launched our life group and the other uh, classes that we had, it, you know, it was uh, uh, something that was, it's time was there. Next week, I want to talk about how other businesses took advantage of this. But today, you know, we think about how, did, how we're ready for what we were experiencing right now. So, Wendy, yeah. what are your bold plans for 2021? Well, my bold plans, you know, I struggled this year to hear the voice of God with my word. Usually, it, it it's just, it's a 
wonderful experience to hear it. And I didn't until literally the 11th hour. <laughs> we were sitting, um, having a bonfire at my kids, and we were actually burning the last tote of paperwork from the business that I sold. And it was the employee files. Instead of paying to shred it, we were using them to for, for that. <laughs> and so here I am and I'm burning these papers and I'm just looking in the fire and I'm just praying. And the Lord said, embrace. So my big plans, my big goals is to embrace, embrace the good, embrace the bad, <laughs> embrace the change, embrace the opportunities, and even embrace the failures. And so for me, that's, that is really my big goal. Whether I continue to get healthy and lose some, some more weight, or whether I drink my glasses of water, or whether I meet my revenue goals, I'm going to embrace each step of that. That's mine. What's yours? Well, my word is courage this year. <clears throat> and it is about uh, boldly stepping ahead um, and you know, trusting and having faith that the direction I'm going in, um, that God's leading it, and just to step out into it. I think that sometimes it's hard for us to um, go into the unknown with that courage of um, it's going to be okay, that we can take a risk, yeah. that um, it's uh, the promise is there for us to grab. And so not only courage in, in business ideas, but also in my voice, um, the message that I have to share, as well as um, the relationships that I have as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, oftentimes I find myself not being as um, uh, sharing my opinion in public as much. And uh, I think that, that having a voice and hearing it, um, I don't do anybody, myself or God or anyone else good when I shrink back and I'm not uh, standing out. So it's about courage. Absolutely. You know, a few days ago, I posted on our women in business um, group on Facebook for people to put in their word. And, you know, I was really inspired. Some some of the words that the women shared, love, significance, um, listen, growth, courage, yeah. stand up. That was yep. another one. Donna, excellent. Stand up. Tristan, all in. Wow, what a powerful word that is, right? Um, Reconstitute. That's a wow. Wow, that's a big one. Uh, Jennifer was fullness, fullness and confidence, courage. I mean, empower, multiplication, ignite, proactive. These were some amazingly powerful words. Ladies, if you've not put your word for this year, please put it in our Facebook and share it with us. We would like to do a couple of things. One, we want to celebrate with you. And two, we want to help hold you accountable. So Deborah, we've just said it. Ladies, we've just said it. Mine, embrace. So you see me not embracing? That's right. You can hold me accountable. And if you see me not having the courage to step ahead and step out, um, to use my voice, you need to uh, call me up and let me know. Send me an email. Post it, post it on the Facebook. Oh, my goodness. Maybe <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's so true, Wendy. Mm. You know, it is, um, these words are positive, powerful. They are words that allow us to grow and to fulfill who God has developed us to be. He has these words for us because we have something to accomplish for him. What is that? something to learn, something to do, something to share. And how do we go about doing that? So so let's talk about, so we talked, so we sang our song. Sorry, ladies, you got to listen to Deborah and I sing. So uh, truthfully, the truth of the matter is Deborah and I make a joyful noise, not a beautiful noise. So you got, got to hear the joy. So let's talk about what happens when you have these high hopes <laughs> and it just all just falls apart you know when 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 COVID hit and we hit the lockdown a lot of people had to learn to innovate and to leverage and and just be open to some change right I mean we really had to do some stuff so so we always want to make sure we give you something to take away, something actionable that you can do. So first point that we want to encourage you is to innovate. When you've got high hopes and it's crashing around you, then we want you to stop. You know, sometimes, you know, you've got to innovate. So you, you've got to just, we, we, we think that we're just, we rest in the familiar, right? So a lot of entrepreneurs, I, I do what I've done that I've always done and I do it the way I've always done it because I'm comfortable and familiar and it has worked. So then we have high hopes and then all of a sudden everything starts going crazy. So we've got to be able to learn to start innovating, you know, and not being so, um, set on doing the same old same old yeah you know i think uh, when we look at scripture and we've used this example many times in our classes about the woman with the jar of oil you know she didn't see what she had she didn't know how to innovate with uh tools that were there in front of her didn't know how do you think see it differently and um and the blessing that came as a part of that so what do we have when we have our expectations and we know they're not going to be met, our high hopes, our expectations, rather than become turning those um, thoughts inward and um, berating ourselves for those, now we, what is the opportunity that's there? What do I have? How can I use it differently or uh, share it differently? I think as some of our, um, some of the ladies that we know, like, um, Linda Smith with Notes Corporation. She oh, yeah. is always looking for some new way to present her music since she can't do it live in front of an audience or be, you know, in, uh, out in weddings and, and other events. But she's always finding a new way to share her gift with others and, um, and that constant innovative uh, pattern. I, I love her example. Oh, yeah. And, and she really... Um because uh, it's it's her calling she she didn't just kind of hide out either she no. shared her gift on facebook many of you um received the blessing of you know she would play for us on facebook <laughs> uh she took requests it was great but again there was someone who never took her eye off the prize she knows that god has called her to share her gift okay they say i can't leave my house how am i going to share my gift and and those kinds of 
innovation, those forward thinkers. That's what I think God's looking for. He's looking for us to not get, you know, doom and gloom. Fold up our tent and 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 stop. We can't yeah. stop. We have to. We, while we're waiting on the Lord, we've got to be still thinking and doing and and pursuing. And so, um, if, uh, ladies out there, if you aren't familiar with Linda Smith, we talked about her her uh, Facebook notes of celebration. Be sure and check check her out as well um, and see what she's doing. Get some inspiration from her as well. Oh, absolutely. So one of the things that we want to make sure when when your hopes, your high hopes, and things just aren't going the way you wanted them to. You're not getting where you want. First thing is to innovate. Okay, think outside the box. Start looking at new ways, new options. And what's a second thing they can do, Deborah? Well, the next thing, uh, Wendy, is that we would look at is um, leverage what you have. Okay, what have you got? In, what have you got in your storehouse? Customers, resources, materials, books money, whatever it may be, you've got some kind of a reason, you've got a storehouse of things that you can look at. And so how do we leverage what we already have? Uh, we took curriculum and we leveraged it with a, a new name, a new emphasis that really met a market need. And, and we can all do that with the products and services that we offer in our businesses. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, leveraging those relationships, too. I think that that's, you know, sometimes, especially women, we're so busy competing, right? We, 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 I know that this is one of your things, right? Yeah, I'm sure women are not competing with one another and helping to encourage and lift them up. So, so I think that there's opportunities to leverage those relationships. If we have the same customer, how can we leverage our resources so that we can grow our business and decrease our cost? You know, a lot of times, you know, we're here at the center partnering with the Christian Chamber, and I just met with the Apopka Chamber, and we're going to leverage our resources so they are going to leverage the center to be able to offer meeting space to be able to offer additional training so that it's not costing them all of that. It's not costing us. We're leveraging that relationship. So that's the question you've got to ask yourself. Well, look at what what new ideas and products have come out of this 2020 um, pandemic year. Things that we would never have thought about that we didn't even realize that would be needed, but people were able to look at that and say, what do we have? How do we use our manufacturing processes, um, the types of materials that we have to meet a new and changing need? Having those strategic partners that can come alongside of us that we can, as you say, leverage resources together that we doesn't look like we would be in the same, you know, in the same field, but here we are. Now we can um, support and help each other. Um, I think the same thing happens um, for us. What we looked at is even though our revenue was down, our margins were higher. Yep. Because we had less expenses for putting on our programs. So, you know, how do we not look, how do we readjust our, um, our um, 
forecast, but also our, our um, what's the word I want to say, the uh, idea about what success looks like. How do we redefine that term? Because yeah. now we had a whole different measurement that we could look at. And and sometimes I think it's it's God's just kind of readjusting the picture too. You know, I think we yeah. said these, you know, ooh, big things and the Lord says, mm, no, honey, I don't, I don't really think that's Speak that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just put that a little bit more in focus. Let's just adjust it just a little <laughs> bit, right? And and of course his plan is the perfect plan. That's right? right. You know, we set these goals, we get these high hopes, right? But you know, I love telling the story. Listen, if God wanted me to be a size three, he would have given me the metabolism to make that happen. But since he didn't, obviously I don't need to be that in order to walk out my purpose. That is adjusting my thinking. Yeah. And trusting in the Lord that he has prepared me for what I need. So that would kind of goes into our third point that we want to share with you ladies, right? That's exactly right. Well, it is. It is about trusting God and saying that his plan is a better plan. It may look, you know, hard at the moment. You know, we went through a time, Wendy, that we weren't sure if we were going to get paid. We didn't know for six or eight, you know, about six weeks whether we were going to, uh, we went without a paycheck. But, you know, I, I'm so proud of our team because we trusted in God and his provision. And even if we didn't get it, we were still pursuing and going after and serving um, who uh, God's people. And so, you know, when we have that kind of faith and trust, um, there is a sort of a sense of calm and peace that comes over us, that we don't have to panic or be worried or have anxiety about what the future is going to be. Yeah, you know, when when you've done all that you can, <laughs> you are, and you're at that crossroads, you know, one of the things that I've, I've heard actually this about four different times in the last, since you and I talked about this, is you need to stand your ground. That's right is to stand your ground. When you've done all that you have been called to do, when you have you have done and you know that you have done all that you can, then it's time to stand. And it's time to trust in the Lord. And you know, ladies, I know that a lot of you have come through some fire this last year. We have as well. And we have we have done the work and now it's time for us to stand and trust in the Lord for the harvest. Trust in the Lord that he has the best plan. That he is going to take us where he needs us to go. It's his business after all. Absolutely. And we're only the stewards of it. And if his hand is on it, he's not going to let his stewards um, be destroyed by it. We may oh. suffer a little bit going to be destroyed you know when it reminds me of the scripture because I, I i love this idea about standing your ground and uh, not giving an inch um from it but i love this scripture from proverbs 6 10 11 a little sleep a little slumber a little folding of the hands to rest and poverty comes upon you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man you know, I, I know that sometimes when I get to, I have to struggle against this because when I face adversity, the first thing I want to do is just stop, right? I just want to stop. I have to take a breath. Mm -hmm. I have to um, sometimes gather my resources together again. But, you know, the enemy wants us to sleep and slumber and, and you know, 
I don't know, watch uh, video games or whatever else. Pull the do. covers over your head. That's exactly right. And, and yet what happens when we're not moving? Then, then God's got to stop and pick us back up again, right? Got to right. get our fannies up off the ground. And so, um, you know, this is such a great reminder to me um, that we have to continue. We have to persevere. Yep. And, you know, I love, um, so ladies, here's a few more scriptures for you. Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. So if you've got no revelation on what's going on, right? I can't figure this out. Then that's time to really trust and seek the wisdom of God and know and know and know and know and know that he is in control. He knows the plans he has for you. Exactly right. Exactly right. Well, Wendy, I'm going to give one more. because I know we're getting close on time. I love this about Second Chronicles 15, 7. But as for you, be strong and do not give up. For your work, your work will be rewarded. You know, we have to be strong and we don't give up. We don't throw in the towel. We don't just walk away. I don't know, whatever. But we, we continue to believe in God and that our work will be rewarded. I love that, uh, that promise that he's made to us. And ladies, we'd love for you to join us. Don't forget, we have our seminar happening next week on the 14th, uh, developing a 12-month growth plan. Let's put the plans together and let's continue to move forward. You know, our Women in Business Development group meets next Wednesday morning. And let me tell you, I'm going to be talking about three lies women believe. It is going to be powerful. You need to join us. Check us out on Facebook for that. Our Connect group meets on the 19th. We have our next Identity and Destiny classes starting. We have our uh, co-ed starts next week on the 12th. We have our first Spanish. If you or someone you know speaks Spanish and would benefit, we have that starting on the 13th and then our Women in Business starting on the 19th and our next BE certificate starts on February 3rd. So join us, ladies. We hope to uh, see you there. Excellent. You know, um, we just had a graduation for Identity and Destiny, and it was so uh, powerful what the women walked away from. So if you are interested in knowing more about how God's created you for the work um, that he has purposed before time began, please let us know. Um, and I was going to leave you today with our scripture um, from First Chronicles 16. And you know this. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Have a blessed week, ladies. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye, ladies. Bye, y'all.